It wasn't that long ago. At Royal Rumble, y'all know what it was. It was rough. <laughs> but a lot of my progression and a lot of my focus and motivation came from that night. So in a weird hindsight way, thank you so much, guys. Because that's, hey, life ain't fair, and sometimes you got to get kicked in the ass to get better, and that's what happened. And that's why we're here now. Thank you so much. I'll never forget tonight. Here's a, I don't, you don't do secret sounds, but here's a good one. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, swallow your fucking sandwich, <laughs> man. Oh, that got me too. Ugh. <sighs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Welcome to Cheap Podcast episode number 65. Uh, this is the Unprofessional <laughs> Podcast about professional wrestling. I am your host, Dave, host of the year, Rudden. I'm Henry, uh, disappointment of the year, Gilbert. And uh, Brett, ham and cheese, which I'm eating currently mm. off the mic. Sandwich of the year, <laughs> Sodi. Sandwich of the year, ham and cheese. Is, I was, I'm much more a fan of uh, an all-natural spread and uh, unfiltered peanut butter sandwich. Boo! Uh, Boo! But uh, this is the final Cheap Popcast of 2015. Um, as we did last year, this will be the awards. This will be the Poppies, our uh, annual award. I don't. I forgot what we called it last year. Honestly. I like Poppies I, though. Yeah, I was gonna do Cheapies, but then I thought that might be what Cheap Heat is doing. And I don't they wanna... actually, I think they no, they're calling them Magies. Oh, okay. If, yeah, you, yeah, if mage, you listen to well, guys, this is the better. That's a, mm. this is the better pro wrestling podcast. Don't listen to Cheap Heat. <laughs> We're way better than Cheap than Cheap Heat. Yeah, speaking of Cheap Heat, yeah. Mm. Uh, so I, those I, jabronis couldn't lace up my boots. That's what I say. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just picked out a couple of categories. Uh, some of which we did during the half year awards early mm-hmm. year in the year. The half poppies. I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, I, the one thing I do remember is that I said Dean Ambrose was the wrestler of the half year, and I'm like, no. Oof, I was like, I think I was just being enthusiastic about his like potential. Run with, yeah, like he was having a run with Seth Rollins that was good. I'm like, oh, yeah. nowhere to go but up. Uh, yeah. And it turns out just going sideways the entire year. That is year. A, a weird moment in time. I think I mentioned it here before, but that house show we went to in Pensacola yeah. happened to be in the intervening weeks where he had wrestled Rollins mm-hmm. and had the belt. Oh, he like stole and, like, it. And yeah, and he came out off. in this like tiny, tiny convention center yeah. with the world belt and it's like, Seth's not there. Yeah. You could touch the belt. It was, uh, it was very close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Leah, let's start with a couple of like the Oscar like technical awards. A couple of these I'm gonna, I'm just gonna spring on you guys. Okay. Uh, actually, to start with, and hopefully, Best uh, Diana is still listening. Uh, we're gonna do WWE Movie of the Year. Uh-huh. So there were uh, let's see, there Best was, Adapted Feud. There were six six movies released by WWE uh, Studios this year. Wow. 
there was uh, let's go backwards so the most recent one which i'm actually i i rented at redbox and didn't watch so i feel oh. bad santa's little helper starring the miz and Paige. Ooh, those oh, are boy. both huge movie stars uh the condemned this is literally judge a book up by its cover because mm-hmm. i know none of us have seen any of these uh the condemned two starring randy orton Oof, yeah. i remember the trailer for it being uh Trying to sell you on Randy Orton. Yeah. He doesn't say a word the whole trailer. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. There was one cool thing where he's like lying underneath like the dirt and he just like rises out of the oh. dirt. Because like it's about, it's the running man. Except I think this has even less people than the first Condemned, which is like, why bother? Why make less? <laughs> like, make they had a smaller budget this time. I, obviously, yeah. Next previous one, which released on September 11th. Oh. Was twelve rounds three lockdown starring Dean Ambrose. Mm. Jeez, twelve rounds three. The trailer for that yeah. looked all right. Why not just call it 36 rounds? Uh, he was in... Randy Orton starred in 12 rounds, too. Oh, uh, okay. He's like, good. Like, restaurants like Two Nick's Jack's Place. <laughs> he was, uh, was going to star in the Marine, too, but then Marines got mad at him because he had a history of going AWOL from yeah. the services. Uh, Randy Orton's a bad guy. I think he's become a good guy now, but... Behind the scenes, a real a-hole. Wait, he deserted the Marines in real life? Yeah, in real life, he signed up for, well, an armed service. I can't say for sure it was Marines. And literally went AWOL. Like, he was like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Just left. <laughs> Same with, like, he's a dude who shits mm-hmm. people's bags, who got suspended yeah. multiple times. He was closing in on his third strike of the wellness policy, so they had to make up a new rule for the wellness policy that you can get a strike removed for good behavior. Just like just, in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just so he could get away with it. They're like, oh, no, now you're down to one strike. Because yeah. if you're on two strikes, they can't do anything with you because they're yeah. this close to firing you, basically. Right. Uh, anyway. So previous to that was Vendetta, which starred The Big I, Show and Dean Cain. <laughs> wow. It was, I, bet, I think, probably the biggest star in any of these movies. <laughs> you should watch that one. Before that was The Marine 4, Moving Whoa. Target, which starred The Miz and Summer Rae. Oh, yes. I do remember that. And the first movie of this year was The Flintstones and, and WWE Stone Age <sighs> Smackdown, starring, oh, let's see, John Cena, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Undertaker, CM Punk, Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, yep. and Mark Henry. Yep, Marble Henry, <laughs> CM Punk Rock. Wow. Well, obviously my vote's got to be for the only one that had CM Punk in it. That yeah. would be uh, the Flintstones versus meets WWE or whatever it was mm-hmm. called because the best part was that they finished production during the whole shit with CM Punk. Right. But it was too late to take him out. They're like, it wasn't like live action where they right. could refilm the scenes. Hanna-Barbera or Warner or whoever it's like this is animated we can't (laughs) he is a major character in this and we can't reanimate the entire thing so they were stuck with CM Punk Rock in their movie Brett based based solely on uh, I'm gonna go with the the big show Dean Cain one yeah Uh, that just sounds like a mess and uh, I I gotta go with that I'm gonna go with 12 rounds 3 just because Dean Ambrose (laughs) is not gonna win any other awards for me this year so god that Ruth's Uh, Chris Steakhouse kind of like (laughs) just 12 rounds 3 a couple other technical categories best new t-shirt Ooh. Ooh. boy Baylor Club's pretty good Uh, yeah no but I have to go with um I actually didn't buy that one, but I bought one of a similar type, which is the New Day on the Unicorn and the Trumpet, like cartoony anime New Day. That's my number one. Though I also did like, I really did enjoy the Daniel Bryan, like kind of painting with the yes hands all around him that came out around Mania. But now it just makes me sad. Uh, I would have to give it to the ca- a category, uh-huh. and that they're linked together is the sweaters. Yeah, the uh, the ho- the ugly holiday sweaters. Like those you, are pretty great. You, yeah. me, and Carolyn all got one, and like they're all 
different degrees of I would not be ashamed <laughs> to wear them. Yeah. But like the ones I would actually buy were the three that we ended up with. It was mm-hmm. uh, I got Ambrose, the mm-hmm. Dirty Deeds one. You got Cena on, and Carolyn got the Finn Balor one. They're all yeah. They're all pretty cool, but those three are great. And it's the only acceptable way I can ever buy a John Cena shirt. Yep. Because I want to celebrate him for this year. He had a great year. Though, also, uh, if you want to go outside the norm, mm-hmm. then it uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, my favorite shirt off of mm-hmm. there, is the combo of box brown illustrated oh, yeah. uh, Raglan shirts I was wearing. One of Jim Ross mm-hmm. that looks like his WCW trading card, and one of Andre the Giant, which, you know, is great because he... Vr- Box Brown did the great Andre the Giant biography from last year. Though Dave still put it on his list of best comics of this year. Um, that was me. Oh, yeah. that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Dave. I don't know. I'm going to have to. This is going to be a tie, and it's also. It might be too recent, but both of Asuka's shirts look really good. They do look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I That mask, I, it's too obscure. I can't wear yeah. that mask one. But uh, I want Sasha Banks to finally have a shirt I can wear. I just mm-hmm. don't feel confident enough to wear a legit boss. <laughs> I have that shirt, and then for some reason, I don't. Normally, I would be there with you where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to wear a shirt that says legit boss. Mm-hmm. But. Eh. Well, meanwhile, Team Bad is awful, and I would yeah, never nope. support it. Nope, nope, nope. And so, uh, last technical category, the best WWE Network show or special of the year. Man, that's tough. Mm. It's really tough. This year, they really came together and made some, honestly, like good shows. Yeah, like, like I had been ignoring Breaking Ground, and then you told me about it, and then we watched all of them this weekend. I, mm-hmm. I was ignoring it until like issue episode seven, when the tr- preview came up for mm-hmm. it. Bailey shared that it was them getting ready for their rematch at oh, NXT yeah, yeah. Brooklyn. I was like, whoa, this, mm-hmm. I really, it also is like the kayfabe killeriest oh, show damn. of is all it, time. Is it ever? Yeah. It, it's all how the sausage is made. And it makes me wonder, Finn Balor is basically non-existent on it. I think maybe because he's like, no, I can't, I don't want to reveal all of this. I yeah. can't reveal all of these things. Yeah. Or the camera crew is like, all he does is play with Legos. That's <laughs> fucking nerd. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make good TV. It's weird because it's very compelling to watch. And again, for nine ninety nine. Yeah. Having NXT and that show alone are like, if you like wrestling, like those two things alone yeah. are pretty worth it. But Table yeah, for three is yeah, also. Oh, yeah. But then when you when you see like, it, it does make me worry they're training everyone exactly the same where it's like, here's how you do this hip toss. Here's how you do this arm drag. Here's how you do this thing and that thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if everyone's trained the exact same way, like it, it yeah. I worry about staleness. But uh, I do like the very coded stuff about the divas that they kind of have to talk around of just like, we were, we were taught to wrestles like divas quote me in parentheses. That means badly and shittily. <laughs> and then they hired Sarah D'Amato who told them to not wrestle like garbage and yeah. to wrestle good. And yep. they hit each other hard. Yep. I do like that. But my favorites, uh, I think, were the NXT specials, I guess. You, not not the takeovers, mm-hmm. but I mean, they were basically like mini documentaries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Finn, Finn and Hideo were the two best. Yeah. Because the one on Hideo was about his whole life and his WrestleMania weekend, which included oh, yeah. the San Jose show, which yeah. was... My favorite live thing I saw this year, even though I saw WrestleMania 31, which was great. Mm-hmm. And then second, Finn one was just this great, like the most. Yeah. They got really so good. behind the scenes and they're like, yeah, his name was Prince Devitt and he wrestled mm-hmm. in New Japan. That's yeah. the name. They like, got all that footage. Yeah. And... They were very, they were very open about that. Bailey stuff, was crying. Though. Yeah. Oh, really, no. Uh, Becky, Becky. 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 Yeah. Becky's uh, tears. Like yeah. I, I just rewatched that recently. Amy like chills all over him. He's like. When, when, I'm not gonna. You know, I was gonna do a bad Irish accent. I decided not to. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll also go with table for three. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, particularly the Daniel Bryan, uh, Ryback, Dolph Ziggler episode, yeah. where they just—it's just a totally new dynamic. You never would have thought where Ryback is constantly bullied by these two guys who are way smaller yeah. than him. Yeah, these two little dudes, <laughs> and it's not like physical bullying; it's like mental yeah. bullying that is like this big softy. Yeah, like you're gonna marry a carrot. On a certain level, it is Ryback. Come on, like have a little more confidence, buddy. You're a, you're a giant. Well, he's doing that thing where he's sitting at the table with his hands in front of his face, which mm-hmm. is the telltale, like. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's true. Um, I'm a little worried that, like, yeah, like you mentioned uh, in your notes that, like, that they haven't done them so much lately, and I yeah. worry that that, like, that car show is supposed to replace it, uh, which is that. I hope that doesn't happen because Table for Three is almost as good. I wouldn't say it's as good yet as uh, Legends of Wrestling, no, which was like just great. And yeah, those are great. It really depends on the three, the people who are doing it, because at least mm-hmm. with the Legends of Wrestling, you had like. Mean Gene or Jim Ross to like move or the PS racist haze. Yeah, too. you had all those guys, but and... you'd have a host that would like set like drive the conversation mm-hmm. in a certain direction. But with this, it's like if you have three people who are not fun. Well, yeah. my least favorite table, for, the most disappointing table for three was the the one with DDP on it. Sting and Vader were great, but oh, DDP yeah. was like, well, "I'm the host. It's time for me. I'm telling you, buddy. I did this strip club <laughs> and I worked this place." I was like, "Shut up, DDP. I want to hear Vader's fucking yeah. story. You don't know Vader, and Vader's cooler than you." <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I really like the WWE 24 mm-hmm. about Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that was, that was really too. cool because that and the WrestleMania one from last year mm-hmm. were what I thought the show was supposed to be. Yeah. And then there's still just this these weird one in the middle where it's the life the life mm-hmm. of Booker T. Yeah, uh, and yeah. it's like it's that's basically not a, like we don't want to make a Booker mm-hmm. DVD, but yeah, we made it, it was really good. But it's like that's not what this is. Yeah, but the Brooklyn one was really good. I wish I'd watched the Owen. I haven't watched the Owen thing. It's the, make, it makes me want to get the DVD, which I haven't done. That many is years. the point of that video is yeah. to make you get the exactly. Blu-ray. It's the first thirty minutes of it. Yep. So Henry, you mentioned your moment of the year was the GTS. My moment of the year was the GTS. It yeah. was the greatest like tease they'd mm-hmm. done on yeah. NXT. He had put up people. He put up for the, uh, Hideo Tommy invented the gts when he was kenta in noah wrestling he invented the move which since it seemed like he'd never go to the wwe cm punk just took it and made that his finisher in wwe so then kenta starts as hideo itami cm punk leaves but he still can't do the gts because i think they're afraid well they'll think the gts he's stealing it from punk if they don't know and so then he has the shotgun knee which Mm -hmm. is not better yeah and He'd been teasing the GTS at multiple live specials. And here we are at San Jose. And he teases the GTS again. And we're all, 5,000 of us are chanting, GTS, GTS, me yeah. as loud as anybody. And again, Tyler Breeze slips out of it. We're like, man, they're not going to do it. And then he fucking puts him up. Yeah. And you're like, are they really going to? Whoa! Yeah, the whole place blew up. And then he's just celebrating. Like, he's yeah. tapping his knee like, yeah. And on the special, he's saying, it. it felt so good to take my move back. Like, that's yep. my fucking move. Yep. That was great. That was my moment of the year. Uh, Brett? Uh, I feel like that's what I put as well. <laughs> I can't remember if I wrote something else. Well, that was a that was a writing category from Henry. I just so. made it. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, for moment of the year, like that. Or I also loved the two other moments of the year mm-hmm. that I loved were the Beast in the East thing. Mm-hmm. where That was Finn versus uh, Owens, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and when they do all the pageantry of <laughs> bring all the flowers yeah. out, and then Finn like graciously accepts, and then when they give him the Owens, he just throws them angrily yeah. out of the ring which is like so disrespectful <laughs> and means means so much for him as a villain yeah. in that in that scenario where i was just mm-hmm. c- 
cackling with laughter that yeah. there's no like equivalent in the U.S. you can do because everyone's yeah. we're all rude as shit here. So if like, he sh- he sh- yeah, he should have like taken the business card of the owner of that building <laughs> and just been like, rip, rip, rip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hand it to you with one hand. <laughs> the Seth, Ra- the mega RKO on Seth uh, Rollins yeah. was that was quite great. a moment. Of that the was year great. Too. Yeah, and Seth Rollins catching in at WrestleMania yeah. as well. Yeah. I also love man the whole uh, Iron Woman match with yeah. Sasha uh, terrorizing that little girl. Mm-hmm. Izzy, Izzy throwing the glasses at her, making the crying face. <laughs> like everything about that was. And then Izzy perfect. was really crying, like burying her face in her dad's shoulder. So like, good. Oh, she's so yeah. Sasha's so mean. Yeah, I probably would also go with the uh, the Seth Rollins one of his last ever curb stomps that was reversed into an RKO. Yeah. Also the, the uh, Rusev coming in on the tank. That was the best entrance of WrestleMania. Even though I barely remember just the legend of it, Henry reacting to Daniel Bryan. Well, speaking of Daniel Bryan being eliminated, uh, the next category is the saddest injury or departure. This so, had this was the worst year of injuries I yeah. can think yeah, of. Yeah, this like, is bad. All of my favorites. This was a hard one for me because I'm not going to spoil them yeah. by saying them all, but a ton of my favorites were injured this year, including like Shinsuke Nakamura in New Japan was actually injured and just working hurt. Like he missed a couple matches and he should have had elbow surgery, but they're like, no, you're the main event of this next th- of the end of this tournament, so you better wrestle four more matches and then have the tournament finale. Jeez. Which they they don't joke around in New Japan, man. Mm-hmm. But obviously for me it's Daniel Bryan because this should have been his year, man. Mm-hmm. And he comes back, he goes to Rumble, gets beat out of it. He had in two months he had three very good matches. He mm-hmm. he his match against Seth Rollins to qualify on Raw to face uh to, to face Roman Reigns in mm-hmm. Fastlane. His run was amazing. His Roman Reigns Fastlane match was the best match Roman had had singles to date at that point. Mm-hmm. And then the ladder match was really great, too. His, yeah, his, yeah. The WrestleMania ladder match. And then the next night on Raw, he had a really good match with Dolph Ziggler as well. And then Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan gets concussed. He disappears from TV. He has to give up his title again. Was he wrestling Sheamus? And then like, uh, it actually yeah. happened after that Sheamus oh. bloodbath. But, um, <laughs> it happened on the European tour. But he... And then just the lack of the lack of details. Yeah, his book comes out and he barely gets to promote it. Like he's not really on TV all that much. He he, and then just all these back and forth interviews of him going like, "I want to wrestle again." WWE tells me I should never wrestle again. I want to quit the WWE then to wrestle some more. And it's just this pull and push for me of just like. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, mm-hmm. Redacted, mm-hmm. had too many concussions and probably should have retired before he got too concussed and went crazy. Yeah. So even though Daniel Bryan says an NFL doctor says he has a better brain than somebody who's never had concussions, Which... I'm still like, you know what? You you had your WrestleMania moment. Mm-hmm. You've made a lot of money. I love you wrestling. You love to wrestle. I don't care. Just like make you're 34, retire 34, and make a bee farm. You know, like don't yeah. don't just don't well, hurt yourself. So maybe but, he, but obviously, yeah. I want him to come back because he's well, the best. Like the majority of these injuries happened in WWE, yes. where they have the like 300 day a year schedule or something like that. Yeah, it's like it's insane. And like if who would say like if Daniel Bryan went to Lucha Underground or something like mm-hmm. that, uh, he probably wouldn't because they would, they wrestled. probably like the exclusivity is that no. certain way. But like. Uh, if he just didn't wrestle as often as WWE needs, mm-hmm. if he went to, to yeah, if there was like a lucha season where it's like, yeah. yeah, and then for three months of the year we're not wrestling at all. Yeah, it's like if right. he wrestled as much as AJ Styles does, mm-hmm. which is maybe f- you know four times a month, mm-hmm. he could do that. Yeah, he could totally do that. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, that's my saddest injury of the year. There were tons mm-hmm. of others, but that was mine. Uh, I think for me, I mean, Daniel Bryan, like, I'm not that big of a fan, but it is very sad. Like, the timing, not just this year, but also last year. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, I guess for me, it's Cesaro, just because yeah. every time it seems like he's gaining steam, something happens. Yeah. And he hasn't had a moment, really. Yeah. He's had a couple great feats of strength on the air, but, like... The Cesaro section was growing, too. Yeah. Like, it was turning into this grassroots thing, not unlike the Yes movement. Yeah. And as a combo, like, it was him... And before him was Tyson. This year started with them as yeah, the world's he, greatest tag team. Yeah, they, they were, were great. Good. Yeah, they're doing think, really well. I think that's my like worst. He like, may be done forever. Yeah, no, for, for yeah. one thing. Yeah, like what happened to him was it was like a freak injury off of Samoa Joe's uh, muscle, muscle Buster, Buster and it almost killed him. So ninety five percent of people who yeah. take that who have that injury, he said, never walk again, and uh, yeah. and a good percentage of those people die. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. that injury. Would WWE even risk it? Like you know, I like they like they Edge retire because of his neck injuries, and they yeah. won't ever take Kurt Angle back because of his neck injuries. So it's Kurt like, Angle will die in a wrestling ring. Like that. I'm not looking forward <laughs> well, to that. He's day. a 20, 2016 departure of the year. <laughs> then again, I would have said it for 14 and 15, and he's held on. So yeah. I don't know. How many does he even wrestle a month? Like <laughs> he kind of was like injured half the year at TNA. And, oh. And, and he also avoids uh, being departure of the year. Yeah, uh, and he also says he's retiring from TNA next in January. But uh, uh, so, Rumble entrant, maybe surprise Rumble. He could do that. Yeah. He could it would be in. great. But again, I don't think he. They won't medically. Right, right, right. Uh, speaking of surprise Rumble entrants, the next category is the best return or debut. This one was a, like a lot leaner than I thought. The, there were the promotions to the main roster weren't that good. They didn't seem to work out. In Neville with his fucking cape, man. I'm a, yeah. And then he didn't do dick with him after a month. He had that match at SummerSlam. Uh, what? Well, yeah, yeah, where he was overshadowed by the Green Arrow, <laughs> and then and now he's basically he's one notch above Bo, yeah. Bo Dallas and our truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one notch above. And if yeah. he didn't have the Red Arrow, then yeah. he would yeah. be down there. He'd just be Jack Swagger now. But uh, no, my favorite is Kevin Owens. Yeah. he he technically debuted in NXT at the end of December yeah. in 2014, so his NXT debut doesn't really count. But mm-hmm. as he so clear uh, graciously said. In two months to the day, he won the NXT title. And then, while holding the NXT title, he then challenges John Cena and his debut. Like, just watching his debut against John Cena through the eyes of his son in the video he made of of Kevin Owens' son, Owen, watching his dad debut against his, Owen's favorite wrestler, it it was adorable. And that... Forgetting the things that happened after that match, his debut against John Cena, his first match was so good. Yeah. He pulled out that fucking like um, like springboard the mm-hmm. moonsault, and and he just beat John Cena clean. Yeah. And it was that was a fantastic debut, fantastic. Yeah, we went in like, oh, there's no way he's going to win. Like mm-hmm. that's just a given, and no one expects that. And then when he did, it was. Holy shit! Like, yeah. what does this mean? And then they go on to have a, another two out of three, where Cena ultimately prevails. Though it was at least not as like bullshit as sure with Rusev. Yeah. When Rusev got one win that was a cheaty win. Yeah. At least Owens' first win was like, no, I didn't cheat. But you, but the rule of threes is you beat John Cena once, and then mm-hmm. he beats you at least twice after. <laughs> Dave, yeah, your favorite TV? I, I put this is cheating, Sami Zayn. Because it's technically happened, but I just haven't seen it yet. I bet it's good. Oh, you mean in London? Yeah. yeah. That uh, would, I wish that had been live. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if it was like an injury mm-hmm. worry. Like, you didn't even do a run-in or anything. Yeah, just in case. So like, well, if you're hurt, we don't want this to happen live. Yeah. Same with um, 
Well, though his premiere against John Cena was pretty great. Yeah. Like it was, though. Oh yeah. It was also sad. It was both mm-hmm. sad and happy at the same time. Yeah. Like most Sami Zayn things. Yeah. Um, I thought Kalisto's was good, mm-hmm. even though like the Lucha Dragons are still kind of middling. I think yeah. Kalisto himself will probably, like in a year or so, will probably yes. be singles and doing Sin better. Sin Cara's a trash machine. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like they did bring back Alberto Del Rio, but I think Kalisto is really like the, like he's the next Rey Mysterio. He's exactly. the next guy they can tour Mexico and have him headline every event. And mm-hmm. you know. Mysterio with working knees. Yeah. Oh, one other of my favorite new t-shirts this year. Actually, my the favorite new t-shirt of the year from the WWE was Sami Zayn's t-shirt which was brown and said Sami Zayn and the Zaniacs ah. which is his name for his fans it was such a geeky thing yeah. for him to say at the start of the year I, I loved it it looked like a ska band yeah, yeah. totally you gotta have ska uh, so that'll do for the first half of uh, the cheap podcast poppies we'll be back with uh, you know all the big categories wrestler of the year pay-per-view of the year match of the year stick around we'll be right back Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling will return after these messages boy welcome to the final cheap podcast break for 2015 uh here i am pre-breaking a new year's resolution by doing a non-kitchen studio break i apologize for that do know in new year that this won't be happening nearly as much in new york so i don't have access to chris's microphones and setup and all that i apologize but uh you can expect a lot more from cheap podcast in the new year besides fewer breaks like this there will also be uh, way more episodes. I'm trying to increase the output, so hopefully you'll all appreciate that. For the rest of 2015, please keep an eye out for a lot of best of stuff over the next few days. Best wrestling matches, best TV shows, best movies, a laser time best of 2015. Patreon supporters, there will probably be a best of 2015 bonus time and, and other good stuff over the next few days, so please keep an eye open for all that. If you're doing any last-minute Amazon shopping, please use the Amazon links. And that's it. Keeping it short and sweet. That's my holiday gift to you. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to Cheap Podcast episode number 65. We're uh, moving on to the second half of the Poppies, 2015 Poppies, uh, and we're starting with Most Improved Wrestler of the Year. I couldn't believe when I got to this that I would say John Cena, mm-hmm. but he really... And that's almost not fair to John Cena because 2014 was really good. Yeah. His stuff with the Brock Lesnar, his was yeah. lost to Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam was one of my favorite yeah. like yeah. things I saw that year. The SummerSlam losses are always really good. Yes. <laughs> his loss to Daniel Bryan, his loss to Brock, his loss to Seth. All it, they're all great. Yeah, I don't know. John Stewart. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, this year... This year began, he was in one of my favorite matches of the year, Royal Rumble. The spectacle of him and Rusev was great, though he had too many rematches Mm -hmm. with him, but his Mania match was great. 
And the U.S. Open Challenge was him showing off like, I, oh, you guys think I suck? Like, I'm the workhorse of the show. I'll have a best match every week against anybody because I'm, I'm going to – it was him pushing himself, like yeah. him showing off that – John Cena could be this guy, and sometimes yeah, he show, tries. Show how much he can land that springboard stunner. He, well, he tries. I like that he tries too hard, and he does like, I'm going to do this weird flippy uh, <laughs> powerbomb thing. You can't do it that well, John. <laughs> Still going to do it. I'm going to try. Never give up. But yeah, he. and then there's stuff with Kevin Owens and his matches with Seth Rollins solo. Like Even when the bad John Cena things happened, they weren't that bad. They weren't as annoying like... John Cena, and so for me, it's just weird because John Cena was why I stopped watching. And the reason I came back in 2011 was because of CM Punk, Mm -hmm. but it was CM Punk shitting all over what John Cena was. So for him to be my most impressive wrestler of the year is a very weird feeling. Yeah, spoiler, uh, there's gonna, I'm going to have the top 10 WWE and NXT matches, uh, an article up within a couple days of this. And uh, I think John Cena may have the most representation on that list. Very weird. Yeah. Well, it's because he also got to work with a lot of the yeah. up- upcoming talent. So, yeah. like, he's going to, you know, you'd have to work hard to have a bad one, I think. That's, that's I true. guess, but he's... Because they, they need him to, put the, to get them over yeah. or make them look good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's still part of that equation. It's yeah. I, I do feel I've I've been guilty of this of saying sure. uh, John Cena is lucky to be in this match. Like no, him and CM Punk have great chemistry. It's not just that CM Punk has great matches and John Cena is there. It's, right. It's, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, Cena's mine. For some reason I struggled with this, but the one that came to mind was Nikki Bella. Yeah. Because since I started watching again in 2013, and hadn't watched since probably '99. So everything, mm. a, everything after basically Chucky talking in WCW, <laughs> I don't, rem- I didn't see everything with Austin and Rock, everything with Austin McMahon. Like I missed all of it when it was happening. I knew about it, but I just skipped. So when I came back to 2013, there was all these awful trash diva matches, just mm. just the worst. And like mm. it was a given that they were bad. Yeah. And it was just like, well, I'm gonna go get a drink, or I uh, gotta go take a dump. Like <laughs> I, I'm going to do something else because yeah. this mm. is not worth watching. It's garbage TV. It's bad. It's it's worse than Nitro Girls because yeah. at least they choreographed the thing and hit their marks. Yeah. This wrestling is just really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nikki Bell was one of those people. Even back then, it was like. Ugh. <laughs> and over 2014 and then 15, she got way better, buffed yeah. up, and mm-hmm. I don't really care about her character because you can't even keep track. Mm-hmm. But like in the ring, she's really fun to watch. I like the taunting people doing the push-ups in the ring. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Her match with Charlotte was really good at yeah. Hell in a yeah. Cell. It was it was just kind of weird that like all we wanted was like man, they need to get the four horsewomen up there and they'll show yeah. them, and then maybe that'll pull Paige out of the dumps because she's mm-hmm. really good and we know yeah. she can put on good stuff. She just doesn't get a chance or was is told mm-hmm. not to or told to sandbag or whatever it is. Yeah. But then right as all that's happening, it's like I actually kind of want Nikki to stay around because mm-hmm. she's actually gotten good enough that I would rather watch her than Charlotte mm-hmm. at this point. But Brie's so yeah. shit that I hate yeah Brie her. I can't get into she, yeah. but what you know she's still I think kind of it looked when she wrestled Stephanie it looked like maybe she was gonna yeah. be the one that kind of rose but then I don't but Stephanie actually yeah. was the she was the better I performer also, that I match. get the like the idea that like Brie was working up to that match and then once that happened yeah. she's like that's all I'm gonna get so. yeah and I'm not the one who's like I'm not the Bella that's getting the TV time so I won't. Uh, be quite as but, then, but yeah, yeah, Nikki got Nikki got in great shape. She's yeah. in amazing shape and still and has like, wow, what a woman oh, type yeah. of bod. But I'm trying to leave that out of there, but <laughs> and also yeah, that the I like that our friend Jared, mm-hmm. your nice friend Jared, friend Jared Dave, that he mm-hmm. 
he pointed out that the, he could predict when she was losing by the way she shook her hips. If she uh, didn't have a little extra, the, the classic Bella, right. you can look, but you can't, hip shake. He could tell, like, uh, her heart's not in this hip shake. She's, <laughs> she's sad she's losing this match. Uh, mine's going to be Baron Corbin. Uh, what? NXT. Oh, I, yeah. I think, like, at the beginning of the year, like, and especially last year. I was year, harder than anybody at NXT, San yeah. Jose, man. Well, I mean, you know, back then it was like he was just kind of still learning. And, like, yeah, I remember there was someone in front of us who kept yelling, it's developmental. Yeah. Who's just like, okay, I, I know you like the way he looks. But, yeah, like, at the beginning of the year he was just having these, like, squash matches. And, right, yeah. you know, nothing matches. And then, like, over the last few takeovers he's had some, like, some of my favorite matches. Mm. His, his match in the tag team. Team tournament, yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, good. Jordan and Gable, which oh, is great. I, love, I mean, Jason Jordan's up there for me is one of the most improved too. Yeah, by getting a character. Yeah, like, I mean, he's been like, I think he's been toiling around in NXT the longest. Like, yeah, I remember just, seeing him back when it was only on Hulu. He was just a nobody character. Yeah. So now that he's with Tiny Kurt Angle, yeah, Gable, yeah. they're a good combo. And I like, I totally didn't even mind that Baron Corbin beat Apollo Cruz. Like, I feel like. Just having an undefeated streak is just too. Yeah, it's a, it's it didn't a, help it's a, Baron Corbin. Yeah, like. it didn't help Baron Corbin. Didn't help Bill Dempsey. It didn't really. It kind of helped Rusev, but not really. Yeah, because um, eventually it just puts this yeah, pressure on you. It's it's not going to help uh, the tall Wyatt guy, Braun Strowman. Yeah. It doesn't. It that's that's not enough to hang out, hang your head on. You have to. Like do things. Yeah. Baron Corbin's finally doing things. I thought like that match was great. I thought like I don't think he should win the NXT title, but I think he'll make a great you know main event with mm. with Finn. I oh, think yeah, that's, that's probably where they're going to go yeah. with it because I like Apollo is definitely going to win the title. He's definitely going to. Oh man! Yeah. I like. He, I think when I, Finn's done, he'll. Yeah. Nobody's a two-time NXT champion. Though. I think I bet Sami Zayn will be the first yeah. one to be that. I but. mean, I I would say like if I had to say, I mean Seth already did it, but if I was going to say like a NXT. Like post network era, one guy who's going to definitely become WWE champion someday, it would be Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. want to be pessimistic here. I think the only thing that will prevent that is if racist bullshit happens and he quits, because mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley was clearly going to be the first yeah. ever WWE champion, and he seems kind of handcuffed from saying it in interviews. So yeah. I looked into it some. I was like, yeah, why did he quit? Like, because he's and he all but says. Michael Hayes, who is a major mm. dude at WWE, is a racist asshole, and he didn't want to work with him. Yeah, uh, Ray, Michael Hayes, who on record yeah. called Mark Henry the N-word. Though he said it in a way, he's one of those guys who's like, it's even more annoying, where he's like, no way, man, I can say the N-word. It's cool, I'm one of those white mm. guys. He's just like, I'm more of an N-word than you, Mark <laughs> Henry. That's the quote. Uh. And Booker T actually gave him a pass. He's like, oh, you know, he's one of those guys who thinks they can say it. Oh, uh, I want a job at WWE. I'm cool, right, man? You know, we're so being racist, sucks because, like, I mean, <laughs> Hogan doesn't Hogan doesn't deserve sp- being spared, but yeah. mm, that he got like ooh, lasered from space. There's another <laughs> saddest departure. Yeah, that I'm just not happened that so quick. I'm not, I'm not that sad, but like he gets like annihilated from yeah. from history, yeah. and are, then this guy gets to hang out. Like, and what exactly are we missing? Yeah, I wasn't missing Hogan at yeah. all this year because. What would he have been if for the second half of the year if he hadn't been just destroyed by the thing? He would have just come out once every like five raws to say, you know, the Network Brother is really good, and Susan G. Komen would love yeah. the Network Brother. <laughs> and uh, here's my pose, and you heard my music, brother. SummerSlam is hot this year. And, uh, NXT TakeOver London is hot this year. I love all these kids. They're all great, and I know their names. I'm sure I do. I'm not going <laughs> to say them, but... Uh, 
Yeah, uh, but if you're in that arena and his music came on. Yeah. yeah. Look, I was I was so happy to see him like uh be one of the NWO in this Sting versus Triple H match. Yeah, yeah that was great. And also at, at SummerSlam we could, we could enjoy it before the before yeah. the controversy. At SummerSlam last year when Real American hit, I was like, this feels magical. Like yeah. Oh, by the way, Sting's injury. Pretty yeah. bad this year oh, too. Damn. That was a real bummer yeah. also. I feel like he checked every box he needed to. Like yeah. he was at WrestleMania, he fought in a WWE title match. Now he probably won't ever have another match. <sighs> he will so. never move his but neck like, again. Yeah. Man, it, and it was a good match, but man, yeah, like I really wish he could have at least held a title. Yeah, I agree. He's old and he doesn't need the he doesn't need to have a title. But yeah. it's like to only get to have two matches, and not because he wanted to, but because yeah. he got supremely injured. Well, he technically, yeah, he had two Raw matches. They were on the same <laughs> night. He he beat Big Show by disqualification, and then he won into tag team match right afterwards. Jeez. Just so they could say like. Look, he's got a 500 record. He didn't totally lose all the time. <laughs> That's also amazing to me that, like, Sting... Oh, what was... Uh, like, oh, when who did Sting wrestle on Raw? Same guy he wrestled a million times yeah. on Nitro, except when he was called the Giant. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh boy. Uh, let's move on to the pay-per-view of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also includes NXT stuff. It can't not be WrestleMania 31 for me. Yeah. Because like, we were there live. Yeah. It was magical. And it was... Saw, uh, nine out of ten matches. That the uh, <laughs> eh, saw half. Oh no! Wait, no, he didn't get that fucking tag team match. Yeah, That's which right. Was pretty good. Thanks a lot, Bar, whose name I forget. Uh, Kazar. Kazar. Fuck you, Kazar. Kazar Pub. And <laughs> My favorite part was when I got hit in the head with a can and bled yeah. for an hour. Yeah, I really. Yeah, those man, those drunk girls. They were just like. Ugh. I got an apology, but it wasn't yeah, a good. That one. was the best you got, and nothing for free. And they I got an apology an hour later. I yeah. Say. Anyway, yeah, that it was amazing to see live, especially when. As it was going on, like in the months beforehand, I was like, I kind of want to sell my ticket. Like yeah. these, I'm not liking what's happening in the lead up to this. Uh, yeah, I'm pissed off and I'm an angry fan. And <laughs> nope. I know better. That than same thing happened man. for WrestleMania 30 with everybody. Like yeah. Batista wins. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm man, gone. Every time, I'm yeah. And now buddy. everyone's like, we miss Batista. He was yep. so good. Every time, every yeah. time this shit happens, like I know I was on the show earlier this year, going like, <laughs> you're not going to sell your ticket. Oh, yeah. Like. You were You're correct. not going to pass up going to WrestleMania. The guy I want's not there. You're going to WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, it did it's going to come to your town how many times in your lifetime? It Unless you a, live in New York. Like, yeah. It was an amazing production. Oh, it was a Got to hear the Terminator show. theme in yeah. a stadium. Oh, my God. The Terminator, yeah. the Terminator entrance. The, it's the a little hokey, entrance. but damn. Yeah. Getting to see Daniel Bryan's last, perhaps last ever big win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, getting to see the uh, Seth cashing in. Yeah. yeah. Getting, getting to, and the Undertaker, the Wyatt entrance for Undertaker was really good too. Yeah. yeah. And an Undertaker entrance, like and, getting to see yeah. Undertaker. And, and again, Roman Reigns' best match to date. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't watched it like not on oh, the network. It's I've weird it, to yeah. hear the commentary because yeah. uh, I just remember it live with no commentary. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, outside of. That whole weekend where we saw NXT in San Jose and then we saw WrestleMania. Like, those were great, but then, I mean, Brooklyn was just so many great match after great match. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I would say WrestleMania 31, but NXT Brooklyn is a close second. Yeah, yeah, just because, like, the. Why am I blanking on his name? Tyler Breeze. uh, Oh, Jushin Thunder Light. Yeah, like that that happening, Apollo Crews' debut. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Aiden event. English and uh, the the Simon Gotch winning the titles with blue pants as hell. Oh yeah, 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 that was, yeah. Fun. That was cool. Yeah. Really the, great. And then the four horsewomen moment, and yeah. the yeah. only like bet, I thought that watching the twenty four about it, it was just yeah, that ladder match couldn't follow it. Like it just it was a real good ladder match, yeah. but it could not beat the Sasha Bailey match. 
that was the one that was just them. That wasn't the Iron Woman match. That, that, was, that was the sequel. Yeah, that was the first. The first, their first match where Bailey won the title, and then Bailey defended it. At defended the, it uh, later. Iron right, right. Man okay, match, yeah. and that's the one where they actually they main evented. It wasn't a co-main yeah. event. No. Yeah. no. Okay. Uh, Dave, your pay per view of the year. I'm gonna say 31. Yeah. Just, Wrestle just, Kingdom Nine. Just because it like yeah. yeah, it exceeded my expectations like yeah. by mm-hmm. a large margin. I feel like there was something else this year like. Everyone went into like Night of Champions or something. Like, yeah. who cares? And then it turned out to be really good. Hmm. Kind of how TLC sort of turned out. Like, yeah. No expectations at all. And then because it wasn't garbage, it was like, oh, yeah. this was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Totally. Oh, Whereas I, like Survivor Series was, it's Survivor yeah. Series. There's a there's a magic in the air. Yeah. yeah. No, this there's is, a title tournament. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to see Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the biggest. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Another spoiler. We're gonna have a most disappointing list of the year, and I think. We're we're trying to figure out what pay per view should be on there. I think Survivor Series makes Survivor a good series case. Survivor Series is a trash ball. No, man. no, na- no pre announced Survivor Series matches, That's, which is the whole unbelievable. Happened on the damn show. Unbelievable. Yeah. unbelievable. They, yeah. It's like not not announced. Like it's the Royal Rumble. Uh, we haven't announced who's in it or yeah. where it is on the card or anything. Yeah. But prom- there will be That'll a be Rumble. Good. Yeah, we and promise. Under- It'll be and good. Undertaker and Kane squash the Wyatts. Yeah. yeah. And- yeah, that's not yeah. Good. See that's that? Not good. Okay. And the I one was... big thing that happened that day, Goldust returning, happened on the pre-show. Yeah. I was the only one who saw it. I'm like, <laughs> I was watching my it live. Like, you guys were recording like, we were recording, and you see Dave light up, and I see Grim like <laughs> lean over, like, and like, no, we're recording right now. Pay attention. <laughs> I don't. Also, guys, I, all you New Japan fans out there, I'm sorry, I'm barely talking about mm. that. They they were great. Like, get the New Japan World subscription, guys. It's nine ninety nine yen a month, Ooh, so like man, eight dollars, like bucks. Yeah, and the ones I would say to watch, like Wrestle Kingdom nine from last year, was great. Mm-hmm. Though yeah. the version on the network on their network won't have the Jim Ross commentary, uh... I believe. King of King of Pro Wrestling was an amazing event, which did have English commentary, and the G One Climax semifinals and finals, all great stuff. No, all they all faked their G One Climax. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to Wrestler of the Year. Mm-hmm. Henry, your choice? Well, I know somebody else is saying my runner-up, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to say her name. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura, this is where I'm getting in the Japanese stuff. So Shinsuke Nakamura, Swagsuke, as some call him, or Swagsuke on, on Reddit, on the wrestling Reddit, he is the best wrestler in the world. Like, he's the most consistently great. He is the most charismatic guy whose charisma has no language barrier right that he is a total rock star in the ring but is also mma legit mma mma champion and has some of the hardest hitting moves around and has so much excitement in the ring his match against uh, kota ibushi from wrestle kingdom nine at the start of this year was fantastic he had this series of matches with uh, hiroki goto for the intercontinental championship there which were good and his costumes were the best he came out as a red ninja which was amazing then his performance in the g1 climax including the tournament win or his tournament finals against hiroshi tanahashi fantastic and then on top of all that, he came to America for the first time in a while. He had these great matches there, too. Even when he got injured, even when he, like, fucked up his elbow or just took, like, was barely wrestling this year, every time he showed up, he was going 110%. 110%. So, uh, and I cannot wait, cannot <clears throat> wait for his match against AJ Styles at Wrestle Kingdom oh, that'll on be January good. 4th. That'll be, that'll be so good. Yeah, I think, like, I what was the last thing that was in English? King of Pro Wrestling. King of Pro Wrestling, yeah. Did you uh, watch that? I did. Okay. But, like, he was he was only in a six-man tag match, which was, yeah. like, kind of disappointing. Well, it was to set up other stuff. He 
that's the thing. He they they're going light on him because he basically only has a real singles match once every two months. Ah. Like that was kind of his until G One Climax when he had he had ten singles matches in a two month period, which is a lot for him because those those are not easy singles matches. But yeah, just get New Japan just to watch Man. all of his G One Climax matches. Like and yeah, Re- Wrestle Kingdom will totally be worth it. So he's mine of the year. Right. I feel like it has to be Sasha Banks. Mm. Yep. Because if I just go back, like, it's the first time I think I bought a wrestler's, li- a living wrestler's shirt. <laughs> uh, Macho Man was the first shirt I got, mm. but um, did the Sasha Banks thing for Halloween even. Yeah. Like, got the legit boss things that they sell in the store, thankfully. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Just watching her, I like her uh, FF13 lightning looking coat yeah. that she would wear. Her entrance. Very asymmetrical. Yeah. And then just, I don't know, just the matches Best themselves. Best song. Best what? Best Dotfuss Best song. Best Dotfuss song. She <laughs> is risen. Uh, just like just great in the ring. And like she's so tiny you would not think mm-hmm. that kind of power would be fit in there. But somehow it does. And she's able to pull off these great moves. But then also just selling the story in the ring of like I believe that she's full, like full of herself and arrogant and, and kind of mean-spirited. Yeah. And out there just to win. Not here to make friends to do the old reality show cliche. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then in real life she's nothing like that at all. Yeah. And finding out that that's all a character is like, mm-hmm. oh, that's actually quite impressive. And then also every match you've had, I've enjoyed the hell out of. Yeah. And her Nicki Minaj like tinged boss character. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just love that about it. And when I look back at the year, like that's why she was almost my number one, my wrestler of the year too, because she won the women's championship at the start of the year in like the first ever good multi-women match in WWE history in the Fatal 4-Way match. Yeah. Then she defended against Becky Lynch in what I think is one of the most underrated matches of the year. It was an amazing submission battle and everybody loved Becky Lynch after that. Then her two matches with Bailey, like the only reason I wouldn't put her as my favorite is because she also frustrated me the most and post Diva's revolution. It's not her fault. Yeah. They're not doing fucking shit with her. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, super disappointed. And all all that does is just further highlight like and I mean, why would anyone yeah. want to be called up? Like, yeah. there, wh- who has benefited well, out of outside of Owens? Yeah, and even him, you can kind of put like, he, yeah, he won IC, but like, it's so? it's telling that. I mean, I think that the matches that they put on pay per view, like, they haven't been as good as they haven't been nearly as good as NXT quality. They've still been very good yeah. matches, and they've been with people that I want to see. Like, I want to see Paige, I want to yeah. see Charlotte. Nikki Bell, like, of course, this was getting at the end of her reign, but those matches were good too. But like, I the fact that we keep wanting to tell you about, yeah, too. and we yeah. keep wanting to see Sasha in these matches because. Because she is like of that group, yeah. she is like biggest shining star. Yeah. That being said, my pick is going to be Bailey. Whoa. I, I think like I think both of both of her matches with Sasha were really good. Two of my favorites of the year. But the work that she's done since has also been pretty awesome. Like she's been able to pull matches out, like good matches out of people that I didn't expect. I think her her match against Marie was very good. It was such an entertaining match that yeah, it was. It reminded me of like the Attitude Era where. Dude, love, right? Yeah, yeah. Where where Vince McMahon would just stack the deck against uh, Stone Cold, and the audience would just be like, "All right, how's he going to get out of this?" It's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Like, how is, how's he going to counteract every single thing? And that's exactly what that match was. Where she's like, how, "There's an evil referee. There's an evil person in the corner. I'm going to counteract all that and actually win the match." And like the crowd actually gets into it, and not just just to believe Marie. Like she, her, she had that one good move. Yeah, the slice bread. Yeah. That was yeah, good. It's all right. And uh, her match against Nia Jax was also that really was like it's, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. Like you actually believe like there was like five like five minutes in I'm like 
how are you ever going to make me buy that she beat Nia Jax? Because she yeah. can't do a belly to Bailey to her. Can't like do your impossible. finisher. Yeah. Like, and just seems like she's too small. Like nothing's going to phase her. Like she's like, how's Nia not going to win this? And yeah. then like, oh, she can knock like, her out. She sold. She sold like a boss for yep. for Nia, and then like, yeah, her slow, like wearing down worked. Yep. What yep. I also like was that. Uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha of the four horsewomen, they had submission finishers. Yeah. But uh, Bailey did not because she uh, mm-hmm. almost because she's like, oh, she's too nice to have a submission. Yeah. It wasn't built into her character. Now she has a guilty choke with, mm-hmm. as her own submission finisher. Like, I really do like that. Yeah. Yep. It's just she's not as good as Sasha. Sorry, mm-hmm. Dave. Eh. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, honorable mention goes to my man, John Cena. <laughs> yeah, he put but, on so yeah. many good matches this year. I can't complain. And like the fact that like for so many months of tepid raws, like you could always count on his his yeah. match to be good. So let's move on to the match of the year. Uh, Henry, your yeah. choice. Ugh, boy, this was really hard because I talked about Shinsuke Nakamura as my favorite wrestler of the year, and he had two definite contenders for this. And I would also say uh, b- both Sasha and <laughs> Bailey matches were <laughs> number ones, but. I'm going to have to... I'm not ripping off Uproxx when I mm. say this because I was the one who showed you guys this match too because yeah. it was the greatest. Grave Consequences from Lucha yeah. Underground is the greatest casket match of all time. It is a Lucha Underground version of... Gee, I don't know who the... The match is Phoenix versus uh, the the Undertaker of the mm. of the show. Muer- Mil Muertes? Mil Muertes, yeah. fuck. It's my favorite match of the year. I forget the other guy. <laughs> no, versus Mil Muertes in a in in a casket match. One mm. has to put the other in the casket, and it is like the hardest, meanest. It is blood everywhere. People doing crazy moves off the top. It was just like the harshest match yeah. I saw all year. And that it built up Mil Muertes as their unstoppable juggernaut, and and Phoenix as their like secondary top dude and it was such like just a breath of fresh air and just this the arrival of lucha underground like lucha underground did so much right this year even when nobody watched it they were still they became the real alternative to wwe that um tna could never be like or that roh isn't either yeah i mean it just went in a completely different direction like we're gonna film this like a like a Kind of like a soap opera yeah. or like a like well, a Dario movie. Dario Cueto is an amazing character. Yeah, and it's like that's not what everyone else is. Everyone else is just trying to be WWE light. Yeah. Even NXT is kind of like WWE light, except more of a focus on in ring stuff, which is great. But like, yeah, Blue Underground. Like, I, my my resolution is to like I've only watched about half of the half of the episodes, mm-hmm. and they were the last half, so it kind of makes me not want to watch the first half because I kind of know what already happened, but I want to watch it just because I only saw Grave Consequences because you wrote an article about it. Yeah. Um, but I thought their their Iron Man match was really good. Yeah, it was uh, all night of, long. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, Prince Puma, a.k.a. Ricochet, yeah. versus uh, Johnny Mundo, yeah. a.k.a. John Morrison, in a, an Iron Man match of their own, which yeah. lasted an entire episode, hour-long, great yeah. match. But yeah, the Grave Consequences is so great. It is... Lucha Underground in general, it is comic book characters mm-hmm. then it, it, fighting each other with behind-the-scenes stuff filmed like Sopranos. Yeah. It's just, it is a great show, and I cannot wait for season two. The worst part on it was Alberto El Patron. Like, he was the worst <laughs> dude on it. It was still good. Like, well, now you have Rey Mysterio. To, to, how, to how be long the, till the his WWE leg, guy. How long till his knee explodes? Like, three matches? Uh, well, we won't, you won't see it because they tape it. So. Yes. Grave consequences, anyway. My match here. Right. Uh, this is also hard because my retention. If you listen to Cape Crisis, my re- <laughs> my retention for everything I do anymore is garbage. Uh, 
That's why I play the same three games all the time. <laughs> so the, the first thing that like stuck with my mind, mm. and I guess only because it was so early in the year that it it was the first time I thought this should be a matchup, is that yeah. three-way at the beginning, what, Cena, Rollins, and Lesnar. Yeah. Just... Uh, that, I remember all of us sitting in the room, like, and genuinely not knowing which way it was going to go, because yeah. you could, you could, you could trick yourself any direction. Yeah, this was still around the time where Brock was not like he hadn't resigned, so we thought, well, yeah. when's he going to lose it? He could lose it here. He could lose it at WrestleMania. Yeah, who knows? And it was like it was unclear, and it's like, well, Rollins still has mm-hmm. money in the bank, yeah. so or no, he hadn't won it yet. No, he had it. He had. He, the, yes, he, had he did have. What am I yeah. talking about? Sheamus won it after that. No. Uh, <laughs> but but that match just had a great dynamic sense of. You don't know which way this thing could mm-hmm. go, but then I got to feel like the other match where I was just so entertained was that I, the, the the Iron Man match with yeah. Sasha and uh, Bailey, mm-hmm. like yeah. just the theatrics of her again, you know, Izzy, like get, yeah. getting in her face, and, and and that's just great character work in general. But then just the whole match, like it, it's weird because you know, like there's only this amount of time, mm-hmm. and you know it's going to come down to like the last hundred seconds, like yeah. they all do, mm-hmm. and then the back and forth, you know, it's like you know all these things are going to happen, mm-hmm. and it still pulls you in, yeah, and you're still into it, and that's I don't watch that many matches live, or or even go back and watch the Hulu Raws all that often, but the NXT stuff I've made a habit of watching, and that's the one that I remember all of us just being so stoked, yeah, the whole time the match is going on because that was another one where. You kind of knew Sasha wouldn't win because mm-hmm. she's on the main roster now. Yeah. But in back of my mind, I'm like, well, they did just have Owens on with the title yeah. on Raw. Yeah. So I could see them in a Daniel Bryan kind of way take it back away from Bailey and make yeah. like, oh no, our sweetheart doesn't have the belt now. Now it's like her trying to claw her way back, and then Sasha's going to be on the main roster, like flaunting the belt, mm-hmm. and like that's a cool. Thing. Instead, we yeah. don't do any of that. Uh, she said she can do nothing, literally nothing. Oh, I did also back to the Bailey thing. I mm-hmm. loved the lead up to the Brooklyn match because she beat Charlotte and Becky in oh, singles yeah. matches oh, to yeah. get to be- to Sasha. Just to make it clear, like Bailey has arrived. She can yeah. beat all three of her four horsewomen. Both of the Sasha Bailey matches made me cry at the end. They're the yeah. only two matches I cried at this year. Yeah. Like the four horsewomen in the ring celebrating yeah. made me cry, and then in Brett's match of the year yeah. when. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it now. But when the Triple H brings every the entire locker room is out there to celebrate them, yeah. Triple H has the flowers, and Sasha thinks it's just for Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then when they hand her the flowers, that like the Regal kind of has to motion to her, like, "No, no, these flowers are for you too. We're celebrating you." She like falls down, like yeah. she crouches down and hides her face because she she just can't take it. It's so such a beautiful moment. I yeah. oh, loved it. I, I would say the uh, Iron, Iron Woman match is my match of the year, oh. but you guys mentioned my the other t- like I've got I'm looking at my rankings now <laughs> like my my top ten and you've got my you've got you guys have already mentioned the top three so I'm gonna you know this isn't my match of the year but it is probably the match that surprised me the most which is uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar really uh, oh. yeah well I mean from a like surprise like this was a surprising like surprisingly good match mm. I think. You know, like after Brock with the Taker at WrestleMania, even though you know Brock had a great uh, Royal Rumble match, like I just thought, like maybe these two won't work well together. You know, the crowd's not into it. But by the end of the match, it was just like it kind of it cemented Roman Reigns' forte, which is like if you put him in a match with another big dude, they'll just like smash into each other for a long time. They hit each other so hard, Mm -hmm. they really do. And I like Roman really grew on me in that match, even though I was booing hardcore because I'm an internet wrestling nerd, but. Uh, just him, the look on his face, is smiling of like when he gets slapped in the face, barehanded yeah. by Brock. I was like, all right, 
right, okay, I'm liking this guy. And then, excuse me, and then the finale of Seth Rollins. Yeah, and out. like the ending was just great, and like managed to make WrestleMania, which was already like in my top five pay per views ever, like just get right near the top. I don't, I don't know if it, I would say it's it's my favorite of all time, but like it's up there. X Seven's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, just the way it ended and the way that like put a bow on the pay per view was just great. Yeah, yeah, um, <sighs> that was really good. But that more than the Rumble, really, the Rumble three way is was yeah. so good. Seth Rollins was showing off shit you never see. I know, but I like that that yeah. that does rank higher. Okay. On my list. But because you guys mentioned it, I wanted yeah. to bring another thing into the conversation. One of my favorite yeah. moments of the year was Seth. Seth realizing he had to do a movie he hasn't done in a million years, The Phoenix Splash. He's yeah. like, I've done everything to try to beat John Cena, but I haven't done this yet. Yeah. I'm doing it, and I'm going to win with this. Yeah. Lands it, and immediately, yes. immediately <laughs> suplex. Like, yeah. He just like <laughs> he bounces off John Cena's body, and then Brock is right behind him, wow. suplex, bam, yeah. bam, like, oh, so Oh, great. That uh, was great. Uh, I also was for moments, uh, the first time Rollins came out in his white Power Ranger outfit. Yeah, it's pretty great. Because that was such a great, like, healy thing. Like, mm-hmm. I almost would have saved that for, like, no, 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 let me wear the black outfit until I disappear and come mm-hmm. back as a face, and then yeah. I'll come out in white, and it'll be like ah. Green Ranger and the White Ranger. <laughs> but then to do that and just taunt someone, like, to be the bad guy in mm-hmm. all white is, like, such a great, ah. like, extra little twist. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. And I do think it is too bad that Seth Rollins will kind of be like overshadowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he just in... had he had to carry so many twenty minute promos. Yeah, but, plus yeah. multiple multiple Raws and also Night of Champions involved him wrestling at least twice a night. Yeah, like he he wrestled twice a night. Had to say the twenty minutes of garbage you have to say, and then and then was wrestling on the road all the time too. Like when his knee tear tore apart, I was like, well, yeah, you just had him wrestle an hour on Night of Champions. Like this guy. <laughs> you're running him ragged and probably because he's like, I can do it, man. I'm young. I well, got, yeah, I'm, I'm sure good the, at everything. I'm the best. I'm sure I'm the pressure off. there is just to like, Oh, oh you're going to take a day off. <laughs> huh. Well, maybe, uh, maybe next yeah. week you're not on the card. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So that does it for the poppies. But I thought before we break for the year for cheap Popcast, we talk about some of the things that happened after our most recent episode. For first of all, there was the Monday night raw that kind of came out out of nowhere and gave, <laughs> Roman Reigns a title. I'm still mm-hmm. believing that they'll have like some sort you of like hold it up. It'll, it'll be held up because uh, he hit Vince before the he got the pin or whatever. But yeah, uh, he can't I, be a two time. Cha- I don't think so. He can't be a two time champion yeah. and have held the belt for like two weeks. He can't. Well, that's kind of what they did with Daniel Bryan. Well, that wasn't intentional. <laughs> uh, though, though, if the Royal Rumble was to, to crown a new champion, I'd be pretty cool. Yeah. With that. Uh, Rick Flair enters at number three and wins. Yeah. Um, but I thought like it was a miracle that they managed to make. I think it was just because it never happens on Raw anymore. But like that, a the Philadelphia crowd was cheering for Roman Reigns to win yeah. at the end. Yeah. And also the prob- ones who booed him in the same arena yeah. as Royal Rumble this year. Yeah. And then it was so like so nice that like yeah like I, he did an interview afterwards saying like I know you guys kicked me in the butt earlier mm-hmm. in the year and I deserved it and now I'm I hope to be win your expect or whatever. No, that was the John Cena is promo he's yeah, get, it, given it, ever though. It's also like acknowledging like I kind of sucked and I admit it. Also, it was one of those things of like oh yeah I forgot Vince I hate. I'm not a fan of how Vince has been writing the show, yeah. but the second Vince shows up, you're yeah. like, "Yeah, you're pretty great, Vince yeah. McMahon. You're, yeah, I love seeing. I know, I, I did love that. Like, it's you what, people fall for that every time. We're not <laughs> having a match tonight. It's it is pretty great. Like, 
like so much online complaining about Vince. He's out of touch. He yeah. sucks. This, that, whatever. And then he shows up on TV. Everyone freaks the hell out. <laughs> and everyone is so excited. And it is yeah. one of the best. And it leads to like one of the best Raws probably of the year. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know what other Raw. I would... think yeah. I mean, also, also that Raw was like it was a make good for sure. the uh, the eight way tag match at TLC, which kind of sucked. The ECW oh, guys against the Wyatts, oldies versus the Wyatts. It, yeah, yeah. And then correct. Eric Rowan got the win. I I love that. Like I think yeah. I like that almost as much as <laughs> as the main event because I'm like, man, poor Rowan. Why did they make yeah. it? Like you mentioned, like they had to do the 3D sometime. Yeah. yeah. So that's why Rowan got jobbed out. And I'm like, come on, like make Rowan look competent at least a little bit. And yeah, he won. He did a splash off the top rope, which was neat. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't great by any means, but it was like a neat thing. Like, oh yeah, you can do cool things every once in a while. So yeah, that was good. nice. And yeah, the the whole title thing, which kind of solves the Royal Rumble. And I think we were destined to get Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble and that could still be revolted against and it would mm-hmm. still be another unsatisfying conclusion to the Royal Rumble. Whereas now, if you want to like Brock could win the Royal Rumble and yeah. it would be at least a surprise. I don't bit. want them. Well, I don't want them to announce it beforehand, but it's just that like entry number 28 is did it. Doom. Here comes the pain, man. Yeah. If that happened, the whole, if it was Brock Lesnar's theme oh. hit as entrant number 28, everybody would go yeah. banana yeah. for it, as, <laughs> as uh, oh, the yeah. old gay guy would say. Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> as that old gay guy would say, <laughs> Pat Patterson. So, yeah, in addition to that, Raw, we also got NXT TakeOver London. Um, as I mentioned before, like, yeah, Bailey, Billy Nia Jax was not the best not 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 even probably in the top five women's matches of the year but just the way it was done was so different than anything yeah. else though i do think oscar versus emma was like fantastic that was, that was amazing good. that was a bit i think next year's oscar's year if, yeah. if oscar doesn't injure herself i think yeah. she could be we'll be talking about her at the next year's poppies but yeah. <laughs> let me say at nxt london i watched it with brett and mm-hmm. friend of the show carolyn who's been on before and uh, it was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but Carolyn was throwing so much shade at Bailey. Like she what? is not a Bailey fan. I mean, I, I mean, I like her, <laughs> but we're both on like the same page of like kind of bored with her character. Mm-hmm. Like every match she's in, she comes out with this look on her face, like "Golly, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm gonna win." It's like you're clearly the best wrestler here. Yeah. I don't believe <laughs> that this is the one you're gonna lose at all. Mm-hmm. Like I don't believe it at all. Like, the NXT roster isn't deep enough to have a surprise win with some random... I mean, there's a shitload of people there, but, like, believable champions. There's not that many you could go to. I mean, this did have, like, the Brock Lesnar feel, but then I feel like, no, there's no way they make Nia Jax champion. She's 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 too inexperienced. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you watch Breaking Ground, you're like, yeah, you're not really ready yet to be the champ. But, I don't know, it's just like, I, I like her entrance and all that is fun, but it's just like, I don't know, Sasha was a more fun champion for me to watch. Charlotte was when she was yeah. uh, not not quite as much, but like just getting kind of tired of the mm-hmm. same routine every time. Ain't uh, no stopping <laughs> us now. The song is fine. Like I, I don't know. I don't. It's not like I hate her. It's, it, I love man that we got to we got to see her win in her hometown, and we were yeah. giving her the high ten in her hometown of yeah, San Jose. Yeah. That was great. Uh, and also speaking of Carolyn, she did an amazing performance of her own of. Uh, she revealed she revealed before the show that she'd accidentally been spoiled. We watched it mm-hmm. on delay, and that she knew the winner of the Samoa Finn match. And yeah. I was watching her reactions during it because I thought, oh, she's oh the way she's <laughs> acting. Samoa beat Finn. Oh man, this is the moment coming here. Mm-hmm. And then when Finn won, I was like, you sneaky! Like yeah, you uh, kept it kayfabe this whole time, <laughs> Carol. And that was 
that was an amazing performance by her. That match is also great yeah, too. It was. I love I love Samoa Joe, and I agree that he is uh, with a lot of internet feelings that he is better than mm-hmm. he's been in a long time. He's not a fat guy going yeah. nowhere in garbage TNA lands. Yeah. But by the way, I did ask people if there was any TNA stuff I should have watched. Then there were several high ranking mm-hmm. matches. People really liked a Bobby Lashley Kurt Angle Kurt Angle match yeah. when Kurt won the belt. And I watched that. It was pretty good. And I love the clips I've seen of the character of EC3, yeah, Ethan Carter really cool. III, is amazing. I actually, and him and Spud are great, but mm-hmm. I just can't watch that shit no more. <laughs> I just can't, can't watch TNA. Well, maybe you will in the new year, because that's when uh, Cheap Popcast will be back. On Pop TV. Yes. Oh, yeah, wow. Oh, yeah. we'll now back. we got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it used to be the TV that? Guide channel. Now, I also did want to say I've changed my... I, complained about them hardcore on twitter i'm a little more favorable to them now but still like the i'm not used to british audiences yeah. and their and their soccer chants i'm not used to that and so they were being supportive they weren't trying to put themselves over there were no we are awesome chants which mm-hmm. is the the worst chant of all time mm-hmm. i hate we are awesome it's the worst also it's not as bad as the full sale crowd booing brooklyn's mention which i felt was bullshit and i loved when kevin owens called them out on that yeah. but still i was so goddamn distracted by their their constant singing the song I, I instead of watching like the bailey match I was like what is the song they're parroting here to say hey bailey yeah. we want bailey or whatever or the same with like na 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 Big Koss. And also to hear them say Koss in mm-hmm. a British accent, I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> and you had me tell the, then the British accent. <laughs> it took me out of it. I'm it not, took me out I, of it yeah. in that the chant was so long. Yeah. And that there would be like camera movement and emotions would change in the match. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, they're still, wait, is that, is that the same song? Like, yeah. are they singing a different thing? Like, are they changing? Like, it was distracting in that, like, it would go on for so long. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready for it. If you for well, sure. yeah, like if you watch like soccer matches, like that's sure. that's always that's just how they are. Like, and that, they, that I that, wasn't that, used to. Maybe I wasn't yeah. prepared for that. I've never watched. I've never watched an entire soccer match. But like in a soccer play. match, it's like yeah, this is going to go on for a long time. Yeah. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to have odds are there, there's a lot of downtime in, in any sport where yeah. like yeah the ball's in motion, but. This moment in time, not the most exciting part of the game. And yeah. you can have these Let's long... Let's sing a Beatles song. You can have yeah, these but... long chants that make sense, but in a match where it's like, this is going to be 10 minutes mm. at best. Yeah. Mm. So, like, to have five of the 10 minutes occupied by background songs was distracting, but at the same time, yeah. I also know that, like, when you're there in the live audience, it's like, it's not our fault that you're broadcasting this. Yeah. It's, we're here live, and we're going to have mm-hmm. fun, and that's the live show. Mm-hmm. And if you want to broadcast it, like, yeah, yeah you're the ones it, deciding to air what we're like, doing. It's like, just the way the crowds are there. It's like the way the crowds are in Japan. Are like no one uh, would compl- yeah. no complain. Like so they don't everyone's like too, Yeah, everyone's yeah, like no. too quiet. I so guess. this is my. That was one thing that bothered me. That people were bringing up, like, well, Japan is stone silence, and in mm-hmm. America they do a few chants, mm-hmm. and in England they do this stuff. I was like. No, no, no. That's you're making a big assumption about Japanese fans. Well, yeah, they're completely silent. They are completely silent until you get them to the end of the match. I could show you multiple matches from New Japan this year. When they get to the last five minutes, mm-hmm. they are as loud as any crowd. They are as loud as anybody screaming at the top of their lungs uh, to see who wins. They're not doing chants. Oh, though actually, sometimes they do do Tanahashi, Tanahashi. They do. Mm-hmm. They'll do names or stuff or go this guy, but. 
So it's not that it's not that you can hear a pin drop in mm. in Japanese matches, but they're just they aren't singing their fucking hearts out yeah. at the start of a match, which they did, which uh, they do at mm. NXT in America too. Like the Brooklyn audience did the same thing. So. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I was slightly xenophobic <laughs> against against British chanting. Still drove me crazy. But they were doing it in. I get they were doing it in support of the wrestlers, and the wrestlers appreciated it. And so, that's all that really matters. Actually, before we close, I totally we didn't do tag team of the year. Uh, no, I think. Oh uh, boy. Hmm. Uh, well, new day. Yeah, it's new. Yeah, day rocks. I new. Rocks. They like, definitely blossom throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, I am hoping for an actual feud because yeah. the stick is getting a little old at this point. But yeah. it's been a great year, and I'm glad they've had a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, I, I mean, at this point, I feel like they should just hold on to that for like over a year, like break yeah. whatever. I think demolition as the record, just break the yeah. record of having yeah. the longest tag team ring because right now, like there's some good NXT tag teams, but before until They're they come up, until they come, I would up, love to I see Enzo Cass yeah. move up. But, well, yeah. and the and until they were injured, Cesaro and Tyson were yeah. the best. Like yeah. I loved them, but it, yeah. they didn't have a good enough. Year. This yeah. is the tag wrestling in oh also in Japan tag wrestling still really mm. great, but uh, in America just mm. they don't care. Like that TLC match or the ladder match was the first time they'd really given much of any time to a real tag thing. Yeah, all right, it was so a that, great match. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for Cheap Podcast number 65, and that, that'll do it for Cheap Podcast in 2015. Thanks for listening, uh, rating, reviewing, subscribing on iTunes, all that good stuff throughout the year. Uh, please keep an eye out for my top 10 NXT and WWE matches of the year. And Henry, you'll be My doing... top 10 matches that weren't from WWE or NXT. And sorry, no ROH or, P- yeah. or Pro Wrestling Guerrilla mm-hmm. or uh, CZW. I don't watch that stuff. And we didn't get to go to Hood Slam either. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were a couple. I, we went to a couple Hood Slams this year. This year? I don't know. Anyway, uh, what else do you guys have to uh, promote? Well, Laser Time had uh, the spoiler cast for The Force Awakens, where we talk all about our thoughts on Episode 7, which we recorded like an hour and a half after we finished watching the yeah. movie. In between <laughs> uh, when I had to leave and go see it again. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Good on the second time. That was great. Uh, and then also, if you like this best of the year thing, we did a straight up best of the year, uh, best of 2015 Laser Time podcast. Mm-hmm. It's talking about all the things we love this year. And we did the same for Cape Crisis, yeah. my podcast where we talked about all of our top three favorite comic books of the year. Me, The three of us and Chris Antista, the missing host to, mm-hmm. right now. He's in Florida. Uh, VGEmpire.com video game music podcast uh, this week uh, I think the same week that this will post uh, is our annual year wrap up as most folks do in December looking mm-hmm. back at the year uh, most of the time the show is about game music uh, from 80s 90s uh, but once a year we do this wrap up of here's the stuff that came out this year so we'll be talking about 2015 games best soundtracks in that field uh, that'll be this week and we also have still to come this year our album of the year where we uh, choose which game uh, gets that mm-hmm. honor, I guess. I don't yeah. know. A... And don't forget Talking Simpsons, our yeah. weekly podcast uh, where we go episode by episode through The Simpsons with host Bob Mackey uh, in tow. And you can hear that regularly of season two each week. And there's also season one, which you can access through patreon.com slash laser time, which is the home uh, uh base of how to support us financially directly if you'd like to do that it is how we live (laughs) yep all right so um to play us out uh as i mentioned before uh dot flist has 
Like he's been on a great tear this year with <laughs> WWE themes. I still haven't picked it yet because I think I used a lot of my favorite ones early on. But uh, one of Dolphus's great uh, WWE themes to close I'm this ready. out. This guy is like a flesh tank, uh, ready to smash through a fucking wall. Ladies and gentlemen, the Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is the hero. Yes, he is. Some kind of dressing or something too. 